COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. What the kind of person to say a toe to so? But you know what? A toe to so. A toe to so. I hate being right on these things. I really do. I don't like being correct on, on, on bad news. I really, really don't. I don't, I mean, I don't, I really, I want to be wrong on how much fossils we have in, 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 in U.S. Congress, in municipalities, throughout the country, um, state legislatures, governorships. I want to be wrong on how many fossils that I believe exist and how many fossils I believe are holding back what the people of the country want. I want to be wrong on these things, but every day I get proven correct. Remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Uh, 
this little infographic that we that we posted in January at the very beginning of this year. Um after the Georgia runoffs were flipped to the Democrats. This was the map of of what I believe would be would be the vote breakdown in the Senate um for a cannabis decrim bill. Um I always bring receipts. Um when we talked about this, we talked we we talked about Politico, um the political article that was that that, that was coming up with a lot of these predictions. And Austin, me and Politico are the only people that that have that have brought up the exact number of people that would that 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 would vote on this if this were to come to a vote. We're the only two publications on the planet that don't that have done this, to my knowledge. Um, shout shout out to friend shout out to colleague and uh, friend of the show, um, Natalie Fertig of um I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she's friend of the show. She follows us, but shout out to her. Um, for her article, um, a few months ago in Politico, um, I got, I got a lot of these predictions through that and, um, you know, marijuana moment normal, but again, I mean, all the other besides Politico, I'm besides Politico and me, I, again, we're the only ones that gave you like, like rough numbers of, of what, of, of what the vote breakdown would be and how much exact support they would be. Should this be a vote? Um, that that gets to Biden's desk. I I was one of the only people doing this, and yes, I am gonna flex on myself a little bit here. I am gonna flex about about our predictions. I am gonna flex a little bit here. I don't like being right. I I want there to be sixty votes. I want there to be a majority support for this, but there isn't right now. Um, and another political article was just written. Um, four twenty around four twenty. I hope all of you had a good four twenty, but. This map is correct. It's it's absolutely correct, and we're gonna read the political art political article that was just published um, yesterday or or in the last week that proves that we were correct. Let's get to that, and then we'll we'll do a little bit more of an infographic as well too for the end. But uh, let's let's do this. All right, Senate Democrats split over legalizing cannabis. Several. Several told Politico they're opposed to majority leader Chuck Schumer's legalization push by Nicholas Wu and Natalie Fertig. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's biggest challenge to legalizing marijuana is his fellow Democrats. So again, I don't again I tried to I tried to be very objective because I have um listeners of all political political persuasions. So this this is the episode where I go after some Democrats for once. I went after I, I I I roasted Republicans last week. Right now, I'm roasting Democrats right now. So no one can accuse me of of of, of sort of picking sides. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's biggest challenge to legalizing marijuana is his fellow Democrats. The New York Democrat has repeatedly pushed or promised a vote on cannabis reform, promising to tee it up even if President Joe Biden doesn't get on board. But that's the goal, which Schumer underlined with a public celebration Tuesday of an official but widely marked marijuana holiday means little if the majority leader can't corral the votes for passage in his own caucus. And two Democrats told Politico that they oppose removing federal penalties on marijuana. And we gave you the inside scoop. 
with 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 one of the senators that was that that I said was going to be a no vote because again I, I I live near New Hampshire you know I've I've grown up around the area so I I I kind of know the politics I kind of have a little bit of inside knowledge that someone outside of New England would so again we we told you that we okay let's continue reading you'll see I'm gonna highlight this and I'm gonna read this a couple times for emphasis I don't support legalizing marijuana. Senator Jaheen Shaheen of New Hampshire said in an interview, we are in the middle of an opioid epidemic and the research that I've seen suggests that this is a way that more people get into drugs. So I'm going to read that again. Quote, I don't support legalizing marijuana. Senator Jaheen Shaheen of New Hampshire said in an interview, we're in the middle of an opioid epidemic, and the research that I've seen suggests that this is a way that more people get into drugs. Allegedly, um, according to some sources, um, according to some like, like local, you know, local, you know, sources that I've, I've I've been reading, like her family has like connections in the rehab sort of industry, in like the drug rehabilitation industry. So she stands to lose financially if cannabis were to be legal. And we also told you, and we've, we've mentioned on numerous occasions on this podcast and, and through our, our friends of the show from New Hampshire, the cop unions run that state and the Democrats and the Republicans suck up for that, for that endorsement and, and for their approval. This is, this is a huge part of, um, of, of, of why, why the politicians there are so bad on the issue. But um, bear with me one moment. I'm going to, you know what, there's something else I want to pull up. I'm going to do that. Okay, this was not the video that I wanted to pull up, but it's going to have to do for now. Um, Here goes it. Oh, man, the volume is, it's not even audible. Like, these people are such cowards. These fossils are such cowards. They can't, they can't audibly and, 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 and clearly say their bs like they know it's bs so they have to say it in hushed tones i can't even hear the video i can't i wanted to play this video for you guys but i can't even hear it and you're not oh man jesus christ give me one all right this video will have to do it's not the video that i wanted it's not the exact one but it will do well i have been supportive of decriminalizing appropriate amounts of marijuana use. Our, our new laws that do allow for medical marijuana in the state are still fairly new. Um, I think we need to see how those play out before we decide to take the full leap into a full legalization of, of uh, recreational marijuana. So at this time, no, I'm not supportive of that, but I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how it all plays out in the state on the, on the medical side. Every other state in New England has decriminalized small amounts of marijuana for personal use. New Hampshire should join our neighboring states in that regard. Frankly, we shouldn't be spending the money that it takes to incarcerate people when that money could better be put into treatment uh, or prevention services. Um, we also could do a better job of updating our medical cannabis program in New Hampshire, which frankly is more restrictive than many doctors think it should be right now. We also need to bear in mind as we talk about this that we should do everything we can to overcome the real drug crisis that we're facing. I'm talking about heroin, opioids, and we need to make sure that the law enforcement, the healthcare professionals, the counselors, the treatment services that are on the front lines of that crisis have the strength and support that they need in order to take it on. All right. 
So why vote for Democrats? Why vote? Why vote for certain Democrats? Why? Why? Like, this is why some people think that both parties are the same. Like, like the blue dogs, like, like, like I'm going to rag on in the, in this article. They're no different than conservatives. Like they vote with the conservatives, like what, like a high percentage of the time. This was the same lady that 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 voted down making the minimum wage $15 an hour. This was the same heifer that did this stuff. So again, I mean, they can't even be good on like she can't certain Democrats can't even be good on the issues that Democrats say that they are good on. They say that they are good at at, at helping the average worker. They say that they are good on on criminal justice issues. They say that they are good on um um what else? Yeah, I mean, they say that they are good on like, on like sort of the courts and like a women's right to choose or whatever. And this, this senator, this senator, also, she's also against expanding the Supreme Court too, which again, we have a right-wing Supreme Court that's going to get a lot of people's rights in, in, in the coming years and decades. What's the point in voting for certain Democrats? What's the point in voting for these turncoat Democrats? Like, what, there's no point. You're not getting anything out of it. You're not getting any real benefit. Like fossils like this should should be smoked for good. They should not they should not even be able to win office. The legalization has nearly 70% support according to a UNH poll in that state. And this fossil thinks that she knows better than the voters and um wants to keep her her little rehab connections going. This is like the sickest form of flipping politics. This is why a lot of people don't vote. This is why a lot of people think both parties are the same. This is why, this is why so many, this is why like Democrats lost votes in a lot of demographics, frankly, last year, more black people voted for the Democrats, more Latino people voted. I mean, more black people voted for the Republicans last time around, more Latino people voted for the Republicans. They expanded their margins in a bunch of demographics. Both the, the, the difference between the two parties is narrowing and narrowing. It seems. Senator John Tester of Montana was similarly unenthusiastic about ending federal marijuana penalties. Legalization would cause more problems than it solves, Tester said. I mean, I was like, I was almost on the fence of being like, hey, maybe he might like, because I mean, I looked up his record on on, on normal. He has like a B-ish or something like that. So his record isn't as terrible as, as Shaheen or her counterpart, Hassan, Hassan, excuse me. In, in in New Hampshire, like their their records, the New Hampshire Senators' records are actually worse. So I thought he might be a maybe, but I still put him down as a no on our on our map, as you can see. And I was right to do that. I was correct to do that. I was I was on the money. I hate being right on these things. I really do. Schumer can't afford to lose a single vote on his side of the aisle in his legalization push. And that's before an even tougher battle to win over Republicans who have little interest in working with Democrats. I outlined the Republicans that would vote yes on on that map. Uh, And again, those Republicans, I think that are yes, that might be yes votes are Rand Paul, Lisa Murkowski, and and Dan Sullivan, I believe. Dan Sullivan and Murkowski of Alaska, uh, Rand Paul of Kentucky. And I think... um, and again, something I read, um, not something I read, I be, believe a few years ago when Kevin Kramer of North Dakota won his Senate seat, he was a co-sponsor of the States Act. Um, he said he, he said he's against full legalization, but he did co-sponsor the States Act, which will let states 
do what they will and will make it legal for states to do what they will. So maybe he's a gettable vote. Maybe you have four Republican votes. Maybe. Um, but he said, like I said, he's against full legalization. So again, I mean, that's, that's, again, he's, he's, it's, he's nice if he, it's nice if he votes yes, but it's probably unlikely he does. I marked it accordingly. Schumer can't afford to lose a single vote on his side of the aisle in the legalization push. And that's before an even tougher battle to win over the Republicans who have little interest in working with Democrats. If Schumer can't find a path to passage this year with a midterm election that's historically not kind to the president's party, it could mean a long delay before pot is legal in the U.S., even as 18 states have embraced full legalization. As he seeks re-election in a state that recently legalized recreational marijuana schumer is working hard on the issue he developed he he's developing let and what and and what what gets me so mad about this this chud being against legalization is that his state just voted to make it legal his state just flipping voted on legalization it got 57 percent of the vote Yet this fossil thinks he knows better than his fucking voters. These boomer fossils get me so flipping mad. Oh my god, like the, the, the cannabis thing is is so bad. I haven't done it. I I only did I only did it in in college or whatever. I only did it in college or whatever. A couple of times that I went to a concert and stuff, and and I stopped doing it to become a politician. I stopped I stopped doing it. I gave it up in my twenties like a real adult, and. And I, I think people that do it after their college years, I think they're deeply unserious people. They're marginal people. They don't have political power. We can we we can left punch them. We can we can we can deprioritize them, put their issues in the back burner because they're they're marginal people. They're marginal people with no political power. And we could push them around just because we can. As he seeks re-election in a state that recently legalized recreational marijuana, Schumer is working hard on the issue. He's developing legislation with Senators Ron Wyden, Democrat, and Kerry Gardner, Democrat, New Jersey, that most cannabis policy watchers speculate will build on far-reaching marijuana legalization bill passed by the House mostly on party lines last year. Again, this proves my point from last week's episode. If there are so many pro-cannabis Republicans, they have zero power politically in any political positions that matter. And the more act passed along party lines and got a handful of Republican votes in the House of Representatives. If I'm reading the stats in, in a lot of these states where a majority of Republicans support legalization, those those it's not reflected in the political leadership of that party. And in any political position of, of, of any real consequence, the prohibitionists run the board in, the, in, in that party. If there are so many pro-cannabis Republicans, they have zero flipping power, zero, zero power of any real consequence. Schumer repeated that vow in a Senate floor speech Tuesday as he lauded the pro-cannabis day of Fair 20, a tradition since the 1970s. Hopefully the next time this unofficial holiday for 20 rolls around, our country will have made process, progress in addressing the massive overcriminalization of marijuana in a meaningful and comprehensive way, Schumer said. Marijuana legalization has spread rapidly across the country, with more than 30% of Americans now living in states that have embraced full legalization. Polling shows that nearly 70% of the public supports cannabis legalization, double the level of support 
two decades ago. But as it stands on Capitol Hill, Schumer does not have enough votes from his own party to pass cannabis reform, let alone the 10 or more Republicans necessary to reach 60. I told you, there's the votes are not there right now. They're not there right now because of how our system works and because of the fossils you still have in Congress. Our, the votes are not there for this to pass. And the only exception would be if this was to pass via budget reconciliation where you only need 51 votes. That'd be the only exception. But as it stands in Capitol Hill, Schumer does not have the votes from his own party to pass cannabis reform, let alone the 10 or more Republicans necessary to reach 60, the threshold needed to bypass a likely filibuster. If a cannabis vote were held in the Senate tomorrow, the bill would certainly fail. Bingo. In addition to Shaheen and Tester saying they would not support removing federal marijuana penalties, Senators Joe Manchin, which again, I, I marked down, I marked him down as no right away. Bob Casey, Democrat. Again, I think, I think this guy is more movable because um, his state, his state recently did, they were the governor Wolf, the Wolf, the yeah, governor Wolf, the governor of Pennsylvania, and Lieutenant Governor Fetterman, they did listening tours um, in the last few years. They 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 did town town halls and town meetings in every single county in the state, and all the counties supported it. It it, it got high marks on on all the all the counties of the state. So it would be political suicide to not do it. I don't I. And again, I believe from what I looked up of this guy, like he, like I think his his father was a politician as well too. So he, again, he's like a political dynasty in that state. And again, one thing that power likes is keeping its flipping power. And voting no would lose him his seat, even though Pennsylvania is considered a swing state. And Mark Kelly, Democrat, Arizona, said they are undecided on legalization. Again, Mark Kelly, he he won his seat. Um, he won a seat, but he's up for re-election next year. So I can't imagine him voting no. And and when Prop 207 and when Prop 207 was being voted on, Marijuana Moment asked him directly, and he said that he's likely that he's gonna vote yes on it. He said that he would vote yes on that he voted yes on legalization or would vote yes on 207 in his state. So again, I mean, he's not gonna want to lose re-election. Power wants to keep power. And and again, I believe to my knowledge, but I, I might be wrong. I believe he's a veteran too. So again, he would lose the veteran vote doing this. He'd lose the veteran vote saying no to legalization. So again, I don't I think I think those two names are, are movable, but Manchin, hell no. I don't think he's movable. Everything seems like it's moving that direction, said Manchin, whose state legalized medical marijuana but not recreational use. For right now, we're not there. Even though the governor of, of West Virginia wants it legal, he said that he said that he would likely that he would possibly sign a bill if it got to his desk. So the the Republican governor is to the left of, of Joe Manchin. What a flipping fossil. The governor, the, the Republican governor of that state is more open to it than he is. A, a Schumer spokesperson referred to his previous statements to Politico that indicated that he was open to revisiting his comprehensive, comprehensive approach in order to win more votes. Moderate Republicans are hardly leaping to fill 
the shoes of Shaheen, Tester, or any other Democrat, even those from states with legal recreational marijuana, such as Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota. Again, I don't count South Dakota because um, a, a judge struck down Amendment 8. I mean, it's still, there's still a pending Supreme Court, state Supreme Court challenge. But again, I mean, deep, pretty deeply conservative. It's probably likely that that, that Amendment A is going to be struck down and stay struck down. But who knows? Such as Senators Mike Rounds of South Dakota, Steve Daines of Montana, and Dan Sullivan of Alaska are against or undecided on removing marijuana entirely from the Controlled Substance Act. I think it's a terrible pu- public policy, Rounds said, soon after his state legalized cannabis in November. I've not changed my position on it. Rounds is out of step with voters in his state. South Dakotans approved a measure to legalize adult use cannabis 54 to 45% in November. The House has already taken the steps to reflect the emerging consensus on legalization. In December, it passed a bill to remove federal penalties on cannabis, but the Senate has yet to even consider a similar bill in committee. Despite public polling on the issue, the issue's popularity does not seem to have an effect on a significant number of senators, said John Hudak, an expert on cannabis at the Brookings Institute. Institution. I think they should be less scared of this issue, but ultimately they're not. A party with a party holding political power rarely gains by failing to follow through on a promise. But in the case of cannabis, which has broad support among Democrat and Republican voters, legalization supporters argue that a failure this year could work to the Democrats' advantage. That's because Schumer and other progressives could then wield the issue as a cudgel, and they should do that, against the GOP in next year's midterms. A failure serves as a motivator for 2022, saying, we need more Democrats, Hudak pointed out, and that can be an effective fundraising message for Schumer. Industry officials argue that the issue is a political winner regardless of whether Congress currently has the votes for a major overhaul of federal marijuana policies. I think there's room for being more progressive on it without being a loss, without a loss being seen as political negative in the same way that maybe some other issues might be. Charlie Bactel, CEO of Cresco Labs, a major cannabis company with operations in multiple states, as well as the chair of the National Cannabis Roundtable, a industry group, a leading industry group, Quote, I think it would be more of an issue for Schumer if he does not bring it up. Libertarian support. Schumer could find some unexpected legalization support from the GOP. That may need to, but that may need to make some compromises on the bill in order to do so. Libertarians like Senators Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming and Rand Paul of Kentucky signaled openness to descheduling marijuana under the Controlled Substance Act, but Republicans have balked at the tax and racial equity provisions in legislation like, of course they would. Of course they would. You know, um, the GOP is about white supremacy and it's about life, liberty, and property. Of course, of course they would be against the quote-unquote racial provisions of the bill. Of course, that's predictable. I'm not a big fan of having a federal excise tax and adding criminal penalties to regulations, Paul said. 
removing social equity funding or provisions to expunge criminal records could lure additional Republicans to a cannabis reform bill. But those changes could alienate Democrats, especially progressives who will not pass a cannabis bill without criminal justice reform language. Again, I mean, what I would do or what I think should be done, and I've, I've mentioned this on, on other episodes, I think states that continue to keep cannabis legal, illegal, excuse me, I think states that continue to enforce prohibition, I think they should have 50% of their highway funding docked. That's how the states league, that's how the states um, were, were coaxed into raising the drinking age to 21. States that don't have it at 21 lose highway funding. I think that should be done to, per, to the prohibition of cannabis and um, disproportionately throwing people of color and anybody in jail for it. I, I, I'm, that, I'm that serious about it. Removing social equity funding or provisions to expunge criminal records could lure additional Republicans to a cannabis reform bill. But those changes could alienate Democrats, especially progressives who will not pass a cannabis bill without criminal justice reform language. The decriminalization of possession is something I've already supported, but legalization requires more work on my end, on the signs of it, said Casey, whose state has legalized medical but not recreational marijuana. And they had listening tours. They had listening tours and all the counties support it. So, again, it'd be political suicide for him to not do it. Casey said that John Johnny Ernest, Republican Iowa, introduced a bill last Congress to automatically seal federal convictions and arrests for simple possession for simple drug possession. Whether or not this comprehension reform bill has a likelihood of success or not depends on how they tackle those gray areas, Bechtel said. Ultimately, neither party has reached consensus on, uni on a unifying political strategy when it comes to cannabis reform. Trying to find 50 votes for a comprehensive bill in the Senate, let alone 60, will be exceedingly difficult. Alternative Pathways Schumer has already found creative ways in the 117 Congress to get Democratic priorities over the finish line. The so-called budget reconcili reconciliation process requires only a simple majority, but demands that any bill it's used for have a, have a substantive budgetary effect. A federal excise tax on marijuana, for example, could for the process through tackling a narrow change like that through the budget would require going around Republicans in order to circumvent a filibuster. Again, I mean, they can tie it to highway funding. They can tie it to, so again, it has to have a substantive budgetary effect. Highway funding for, for, for the U.S. states is, is a lot of money is spent on that. I, I think they can work that avenue as well, too. I think they can tie it to highway funding, like I just said. I think they should. I really do. A federal excise tax, I think, is stupid because we don't have a federal tax on alcohol. To my knowledge, we do, but I, I think that's a dumb idea. Federal tax on cannabis, I, I, I think it's dumb. They'll lose, they'll lose Rand Paul and people like that, too, if they were to go that route. They'll lose the libertarians, like, like previous section just mentioned. A federal excise tax on marijuana, for example, could qualify the process through tackling a narrow change like that through the budget would require going around Republicans in order to circumvent a filibuster. It's far from clear that that approach w could win the support it needs from all 50 Senate Democratic caucus members. Again, I mean, maybe they can go, they can go with the States Act. 
I think the States Act would satisfy enough of the conservatives. I mean, again, it's, it's, that does not include expungement. But again, the, the president controls the Justice Department. The president, the president has unilateral pardon powers. He can do that on his end. He does not need Congress to, 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 clear, to clear federal cannabis records. He can do that directly himself through a stroke of a pen. He, he runs, I mean, look this up. The president, the president runs the Justice Department. The president has pardon power. The president can let people out of jail and can do clemency. That's something Biden himself can do without Congress. So I, again, I don't. I, I again, they should just perhaps do the States Act or just do a clean decrim bill without any sort of social justice provisions, and then Biden just does it on his end. I think that I think that's a smarter route to go. The challenge for Schumer is that someone like Manchin or someone like Shaheen is going to look at this issue and say this has nothing to do with the larger bill. Hudak said. Could something like the Moore Act be included in reconciliation? Yes, it is politically feasible for it to get included in any in any reconciliation. The answer is probably no. One other pathway exists. Legalization that would make it easier for marijuana companies to access banking known as the SAFE Act. Tester and Sullivan told Politico their focus is on passing the banking measure. I think that the SAFE Act might have, I think that actually has over 60. I think, I think that's a, that's, that's anodyne enough of a bill that it will pass. It's, it's inoffensive enough of a bill that it will get over the finish line. But, but like we're talking about fuller legalization, not so much right now, unless, unless some major changes, some major adjustments happen. One other pathway exists, legalization that would make it easier for marijuana companies to access banking known as the Safe Banking Act. Tester and Sullivan told Political that their focus is passing the banking measure, which has much stronger support in both parties. Bactel suggested a middle ground route between the banking bill and comprehension reform to get more Democrats on board. Something in the middle, there is where... Something in the middle there is where they're going to focus their efforts. That's a that's a awkward sentence in my opinion, but whatever. Bactel said, in a bid to get something done before priorities shift to the midterm election cycle. End of article. So again, I'm I, I have one more thing I want to do right now. But I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. So I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. This is what legalization in, in, in Montana, this is how many votes it got. Legalization got close to 57% of the vote in Montana. It, yes, and got 341,000 votes. 341,037 votes. 341,037 votes. Put a pin on that number. All right. So the last time he ran for re-election was was three years ago. He got 253,000 votes, 253,876 votes, 50.33%. That's less than legalization got. That's not only less in percentage, that's less in votes. And I did, I, I did, I did a little bit of math as well too on that. Let me bear with me one moment. Let's punch this into the calculator. Punch this into the calculator. All right. And do some math today. All right. 87,000 
161. Cannabis legalization got nearly 90,000 more votes than he got running for re-election three years ago. Cannabis is a more popular issue than his own flipping seat. And this fossil thinks that he that 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 his his citizens aren't ready for it. F him. That fossil needs to be sent packing. He needs to be sent out of out of political office. If you're not gonna do what your voters want, get the heck out of office. Period. Point blank. When you have nearly 60% of your voters telling you to do something, you're not being asked to do it. You're being told to do it. And if you're going to be a fossil and you're going to stand in the way of progress, then we're going to vote you out and put someone in that's going to do what the voters want. And that's what Montana needs to do in, in 2024. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa and on Twitter and icy sativa pod and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out ciao free julian assange and vote out reefer madness and fossils and smoke them for good politically that is if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project there are quite a few ways you could do so supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting equipment and travel you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.